Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Hello and welcome to the EM360 podcast, where we have a weekly conversation with people who are impacting the enterprise tech landscape. My name is Matt Harris, content producer here at EM360 and your host on this podcast. Make sure you stay up to date with all of our latest episodes by subscribing to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you go for your podcast needs. In today's episode, I'm joined by Rob Zuber, CTO at CircleCI, as we explore the growing importance of continuous integration and continuous delivery. Rob, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for being here. Uh, Could you give us a little bit of background on who you are and what you do at uh, CircleCI? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Rob. I'm the CTO here at CircleCI. I've been with the company almost eight years now. So the role of the CTO has changed a lot in that time frame, you know, from starting out effectively just contributing code like everybody else to, um, you know, to building and running a large engineering organization. And now I actually don't do that and focus most of my time and energy on, you know, working with customers, understanding where the market is going, figuring out our longer term approach and how we continue to, uh, you know, to deliver value for our customers um, for the years to come. Good stuff. Thank you for that. Um, So obviously the subject of today's discussion is on uh, CI and CD. Would you just be able to explain to our listeners who aren't quite familiar with the industry what what that kind of is and the momentum that the space has seen over the past decade? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, at a specific level, CI and CD refers to continuous integration, continuous delivery. Sometimes we use CD to mean continuous deployment. It's a little unfortunate that they both have the same letter. But effectively, it's about practices around ensuring that your software is always ready to be delivered to a customer and that you're shipping the smallest possible increments of value. And so with respect to continuous integration, that is you know, as different team members are working, merging together those changes and making sure they haven't created impacts on each other or conflicts in their work so that you know that things are always ready to go. And then in continuous delivery, it's packaging that up and making sure you have the artifacts ready to be put in front of customers. And then if you extend that to continuous deployment, uh, which is what we practice at CircleCI and what, what we support for a lot of our customers, you're actually putting the smallest possible changes out in front of your customers um, effectively as soon as they're complete or even partially, depending on on how you approach those practices. So ultimately, though, at a, at a slightly higher level, it's about you know, moving in small batches, delivering value quickly, but feeling good about your ability to do that. As far as the momentum in the last decade, I mean, it's a set of practices that actually are coming up on 30 years in terms of at least us starting to talk about them. But I think what's driven a lot of this is the acknowledgement that you know, things weren't working that well for us in software delivery. We have lots of discussions of, you know, really long over budget projects that eventually fail, you know, lack of understanding of customer requirements. And and so that started with, uh, the changes started around agile process, you know, how we think about designing up front versus doing small amounts of work um, and getting input and feedback from folks. And, you know, I think that eventually moved from just the, the collaboration and early design process into how we then managed work and ultimately how we deliver work to customers. So to me, it's a natural progression through that. And again, it all stems from, you know, wanting to put value in front of customers as quickly as possible so they can start getting something from it, but also to get 
feedback on smaller increments so that if you're incorrect about what it is that you think your customers want, you learn that with the smallest amount of effort and can adapt more quickly and really end up building the right things sooner. Mm. So I guess that's more of the viewpoint from the customer side of things. Um, But using CI and CD, how can business leaders create a more positive experience for developers? Yeah, so I think there's a there's a direct connection in there, and and for me personally, I mean, you know, I, I don't do a lot of development these days, but spent many of the many years of my career writing software, and it's it's a very fulfilling practice as a software developer. Um, you know, all all those failed projects that I described. First of all, I mean, to work on something for a year and then have it shelved because it turns out it wasn't actually what customers wanted is just not a particularly fulfilling experience as a software developer. And in those environments, and I, I don't know how many listeners would have been around for some of this, but you know, we would write a document for six months and then go through review cycles for another six months before we even started working, kind of thing. We became very disconnected, I think, as software developers from our end customer. And when you work on a thing and, you know, in the extreme cases, it's in in the hands of customers within the day, uh, you become much more connected with the kinds of feedback that you're getting. And, you know, to practice that effectively as a developer, as part of a product team, you know, however you want to think about it. You're really looking at how customers are interacting with the things you're building as you build them and put them out. And so, again, there's a much more direct connection with the customer back to the developer, which I think is a more fulfilling experience. You really understand the problem that you're solving for the the user. I'll call them a user. Maybe they're paying you. Maybe they're not. It doesn't really matter. But the end user of your application. And so I, I think that is a more rewarding experience, number one. And then from a pure development perspective, great tooling around that, which is obviously something that that we think about a lot and believe in, takes away a lot of the, I'll just call it the toil of software delivery. And so as, you know, as a software engineer, I'm excited about solving interesting problems. I'm much less excited about jumping through hoops to get that solution from, you know, from my machine to a customer. And so all of the automation and feedback that I get from a, a good CI CD tool or from using that process effectively means that I am spending more of my time thinking about those interesting problems that I'm excited about and less of my time, again, sort of working through the drudgery of getting the thing that I built out into the hands of a customer. And you, you touched a little bit there on like software delivery. Now, when it comes to metrics around that, what makes an elite team? Yeah, so we um, we sit in an interesting position because we see um, so many teams on top of our platform and get a chance to see you know what what they do and the ones that are working well and the ones that are, I guess, uh, struggling to get things done. And there's also a fair amount of work. Uh, that's been been done and published recently. Uh, Accelerate the book is a great example that um, that brings a bunch of this stuff forward and and has pulled out some specific things that you can look at from a delivery perspective um, to understand you know how your team is doing um, and the things that all of us who are honing in on these metrics are focusing on are things like rate of deploy or with basically the number of times that you're pushing changes out to your customer as well as lead time, which is the time it takes from a delivery pipeline perspective. We usually think about that as the time it takes from when you uh, commit code 
to the t- to that code or that capability being in front of a customer. And both of those are really about throughput or velocity, like how fast are you working? And then you need to, to counter or measure that with change failure rate, which is for all of the, if I'm moving quickly, I'm making a lot of changes of those. How many times is something going wrong? And then time to recovery. So if something does go wrong, how quickly can I can I recover from that? And you can see the balance of those things, right? I want to know that I'm moving quickly and that when I have an idea, that idea is front of, in front of my customer as quickly as possible. But also, I can be confident that when I move that quickly, I'm getting good outcomes, right? I'm not putting out a bunch of changes, all of which are causing issues in, in a production environment. They don't work properly. I don't know how to solve those issues if something goes wrong, right? So all of those things sort of play off of each other. And you know, without, without going into great detail on all of the, the particular numbers, I would say when you look at things like lead time, you know, and I alluded to, to old processes, you know, the, the sort of low performers on the spectrum, that would be measured in, in weeks or months. And in the high performers or elite teams, you're talking in, in hours, sometimes uh, minutes. I mean, for, I would say much of what we see in our customer base, that is measured in minutes from the point that you, again, commit something that's good to go to the time that it's in, in front of customers. I mean, that that's easily measured in you know, five to 10 minutes uh, for teams that are, you know, that have the processes in place and are confident in those processes and using them effectively. Yeah, I mean, that that is an insane difference. Um, and I also understand that. So at CircleCI, you, you've recently released a report on the state of software delivery in 2022. What are the, some of the most interesting trends happening in this corner of the tech world right now? Yeah, so... Again, that's that is built off of the data that we see from from where we sit. So a lot of what I'm referring to um, is is coming from that. Um, it's it's sort of a different view. Like what we've talked about a lot in um, in the world of DevOps has been from you know re- research and talking to customers and trying to get a perspective that way. We're in the fortunate position where we're we're pulling that from our own data and seeing these teams operate. So. Those metrics for sure that I just talked about, but then some specific things that are interesting was was correlation between that and things like team size. So if your team gets small enough, you I mean, we're we're sort of digging back from that data, but what you see is you're sort of stuck in the keeping the lights on work. Or, you know, as soon as one person takes a bit of time to go on vacation, there's not enough room to cover. And so, you know, we've we've talked a lot about two pizza teams in this industry, which I've always found comical because I, I eat a lot of pizza, like I might be on a really small team. But that notion that you you don't want to have so many folks on your team that it's hard to coordinate. But if you drop below a certain level, like maybe, I mean, it varies, but let's call it in the eight range, you get down to a point where the number of folks on the team is actually a constraint, right? You've got people doing sort of bug fixing work and people doing maintenance work and all of a sudden you're not moving new things forward. So you need to kind of get over a threshold in order to be um, successful. I think the other thing, the other area that we really explored that has been interesting and, and sort of topical or timely is just the impact on software delivery of, of so many things that have been going on in the world over the last couple of years, right? Um, you know, we've had we've kind of gone through these strange waves of every you know everyone's trying to figure out what is even happening from a pandemic perspective. 
to uh, just everyone being exhausted from that. And some days it feels like, you know, things are dragging us down. And some days it feels like people are, you know, burying themselves in work to get away from other things. So it's, you know, the impact of, of world events and then even just, you know, holiday seasons um, on work uh, has been really interesting. And just, just knowing that, like, I'm not sure that there's a ton of great action that you can take as a, as a leader or an engineering manager thinking about those things, but acknowledging that you can look at the overall trends in your business and you should treat them independently from some of those smaller cycles, right? People do kind of wax and wane in terms of productivity as a result of uh, all of these things that we see going on in the world. And how does CircleCI's CI/CD platform empower developers to, to build, test, and deploy code more quickly? Yeah, so, you know, the, the processes that we're talking about, CI, CD, you, know, you, can, you can wrap them up into that umbrella, meaning I have, I have a change, right? Something that I've done. I've got a piece of value, which as a software developer is generally represented in some code that I've written, and I want to get that in front of my customers. And so the kind of technical elements of that are, you know, building, which sometimes we don't really do anymore. I mean, it depends on your language structure, but really the testing part is super important, right? Making sure that I feel confident, I have good coverage and then pushing it, right? Getting it out into an environment. Um, and that's really everything that we're, we're doing for our developers is around that. And then in terms of empowerment, the thing that we really focus on is putting the, um, the flexibility about how you want to do that into the hands of developers. Um, so teams can align on their own practices, not necessarily, like we, we will give lots of recommendations and guidance about how you can do that well, but everyone's context is a little bit different. Everyone's tooling is different. And we want to make sure that developers have what they need in order to get that done. So really creating, I guess, providing the building blocks, but leaving space for folks to really define how they want to do it. And then at an organizational level, giving some supporting teams the ability to centralize or give some shared pieces of tooling specific to the organization, but allowing teams to not have to do everything themselves sort of thing. So finding that balance between you have all the flexibility to do this well, but you can get support from someone else in your organization who's focused on this and you can focus on, on writing software. So I, I think, you know, to sum that up, delivery has shifted from something that happens after the fact to something that's core to what software developers are doing every day. And we want to give them the room to be great at it. We do build everything in our tooling in support of that, but also want to get out of their way so that they can focus on building the thing that they're trying to build for their customers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, I think a lot of teams out there right now dealing in CICD are going to have a lot of things from this conversation to take away. Uh, thank you so much for joining us today, Rob. It was really, really great to get your insights. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. And also thank you to everyone for listening. We do hope you took a lot away from today's discussion, but for further information on what we've discussed today, please head on over to circleci.com. We'll be back next week with another episode in our podcast series, but until then, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all major platforms, follow the conversation on our socials at EM360Tech on Twitter and LinkedIn, and for more great daily content, head on over to em360tech.com. Mm -hmm.